Welcome to the podcast, Estate Planning with Paul Rabelais, where we'll discuss the latest and simplest legal strategies and tactics available for you to protect your estate for yourself and your family, all in easy-to-understand terms. It's all about protecting your estate now, so you and your loved ones can reap the benefits later. And now your host, estate planning attorney, Paul Rabelais. Hey everybody, Paul Rabelais here. I'm an estate planning attorney and in this podcast, I'm I'm going to address the 2019 gift and estate tax rules and I'm going to analyze those for you. All right, so let's jump right in. Let's start with the basics. Uh, Two things that get adjusted or looked at for adjustment every year. One is the what I call the annual exclusion amount. It's how much how much someone can donate to another each year without uh, having to report that gift on a gift tax return. So for 2018 it was fifteen thousand dollars for 2019 it's going to be fifteen thousand dollars. It goes up uh, every few years it goes up it gets adjusted for inflation but it will only go up in one thousand dollar increments so it's staying at fifteen thousand dollars. Then the other uh, amount that gets affected is the kind of the big gift and estate tax exclusion amount. So for 2018, it was 11.18 million. Most people called it 11.2 million. That is being increased in 2019 to 11.4 million. So big number, but let's take a closer look at each of those. First, let's take a, a closer look at the annual exclusion amount, $15,000. Um, so what that means is if if someone makes a gift to someone else that's not their spouse uh, and that gift in that calendar year is in ex- is valued at uh, in excess of $15,000. A lot of people call that a taxable gift and a lot of people think somebody owes some tax, but that's not the case. Uh, what happens is let's say uh, dad wants to give his daughter $115,000 because he wants to help her buy a house or it really doesn't matter what the reason is. Well, he, he did make technically in terms of our gift and estate tax laws a $100,000 taxable gift. Uh, because that's how much the gift exceeded $15,000, but nobody owes any tax. Dad has to file a gift tax return, show that he used $100,000 of his new $11.4 million exemption. All that means is when dad dies, if he dies in 2019, he can only shield $11.3 million from the estate tax instead of $11.4 million from the estate tax. So that's the long example there. The other thing that comes up is when married couples donate, of course, each spouse can donate $15,000 to as many people as they want to. So husband and wife together can donate $30,000 to each of their children, their grandchildren, and quite frankly, whoever else they want to without having to report those gifts on a gift tax return. All right, on the exclusion amount, really a similar concept. The exclusion amount, uh, $11.4 million. If you're a married couple, it really means uh, as long as you know everything is set up the right way, that married couple will be able to exempt two times the $11.4 million or $22.8 million. What makes it easier for married couples to exempt two times the estate tax is this relatively new portability Um, law that we have, which enables after the first spouse dies, let's say that spouse only used, only had, you know, $6 million. And I say only, they didn't use their $11.4 million. They only had $6 million in their estate. 
So they had a, you know, $5.4 million of their estate tax exemption went unused. Well, with this portability election that must be made on the wife's estate tax return, even though there's no tax due, that unused $5.4 million election uh, exemption gets added to the husband's exemption to give him an even larger exemption. The effect is uh, between the two of them, they can exempt $22.8 million from the estate tax. Now, a lot of people uh, are, are commenting on the uh, couple of concepts that I want to go over, the, the sunset provision and the clawback provision. Let's talk about that. So the way the law, when, when the law was changed, and this is not the first time this has happened, um, it's set up so that uh, absent congressional action, if Congress does nothing, the $11.4 million exclusion amount, I could call it a $10 million exclusion amount adjusted each year for inflation, and it happens to be $11.4 million in 2019. That exclusion amount will revert back to $5 million in, for, for people who pass away uh, during or after 2026, and that $5 million will be adjusted for inflation. So I got to think it'll probably be you know $6 million or so um, in 2026 when the law sunsets. So that's not the first time this has happened. Um, I think it was 2010, 2011. The, ex the estate tax exemption was $5 million and it was scheduled to sunset back to $1 million. So lots and lots of people went out there and gave away $5 million to their kids. Married couples gave away $10 million. Um, and then Congress said, oh, just joking. At the very last minute, they said, we'll keep the $5 million exemption. So a lot of parents were uh, a little frustrated that they that they were in a position to have to deplete their estate by $10 million and give it to their kids, when in reality, they really didn't need to. So that's scheduled to happen in 2026. So that leads us to the clawback discussion, because there's a, there's a concern about this temporary nature of the increased exclusion amount. Specifically, this sunset of the higher exclusion amount could really deny taxpayers who die after 2025 the full benefit of the higher exclusion amount applied to previous gifts. So let me give an example. And, and the IRS has proposed regulations to really solve this problem or clear this clawback area up. So under the IRS's proposed regulations, they gave an example. The example was, let's say someone makes a gift of $9 million prior to the sunset in 2026. Then the sunset kicks in. And then the person dies, uh, and let's say at the time of their death, the exemption is $6 million. But they had in previous years donated $9 million when there was a higher exclusion amount. So what the proposed regulations provide is that deceased person's estate will have a credit amount against the estate tax that will be based on the higher $9 million amount that was gifted rather than the lesser $6 million amount that may be in effect after 2025. 
So uh, that's the long and the short of it. We still have what's called portability, and so that helps married couples shield two times the exclusion amount. We still have step-up in basis, which provides that appreciated assets get a new capital gains tax basis when some when the owner of those assets dies. In fact, um, for for those of us in community property states like I am in Louisiana, when the first spouse dies, all of the couple's community property gets a step up in basis, not just the deceased spouse's half. So a lot of a lot of couples and people really like that step up in basis rule. In fact, it really um, encourages them, motivates them to hold on to those appreciated assets, let the family inherit them at the step up in basis rather than sell those assets while the owner is still alive incurring a significant capital gains tax. But And then we still, of course, have the rule that, that requires you to report uh, gifts in excess of $15,000. Even though no taxes due, you have to file that um, uh, gift tax return, that IRS Form 709, just to show the IRS that you've used some of your estate tax exclusion amount. So I hope that clears things up. Feel free to add to this or describe your comments. Make sure you subscribe um, to my channel and make sure you like the video if you liked it. And uh, keep commenting, keep listening, and uh, stay on top of this game. Y'all take care. Have a great 2019.